Hey everybody! What's up, guys? It's the Run Duo. Duo episode thirty-six. Thirty-six years. Yes. yes and yes, uh, yes. well, what's going on, India? Oh my God! The last couple of weeks have been uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, life takes over. Everything takes over. But I mean, I'm I'm doing what I do. Well, that's I'm good to hear. That's good to hear. I'm glad you're doing well. Yes. Um, how is Coach O treating you? That's a lot of silence. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> so, so whole, I'm just joking. No, 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 no. Coach O is doing great. Uh, <laughs> Coach O is doing great. I The trainings have been – my long runs, just to be honest, my long runs have not been going as expected in my mind okay. as far as, like, pace and me feeling good. Like, uh-huh. when I get done, done, done with long runs, I'm like, what was that? <laughs> Every long run, I'm like, what was that? <laughs> Well, okay, so does he have you, like, long runs, as far as the pace, is it, like, a minute slower than total pace or, or your your actual um, half pace? or No, so okay. he he literally right now, I've been working, it's been, what, seven weeks now since okay. I've been working with him. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I need you to work on consistency. Don't think about pace, any okay. of that. He's okay. like, get out there, get it done. Okay. The only time that he is very, he is really, in, you know, he'll tell me easy runs and he'll say, okay, easy runs, you need to make sure that you're, you're, you're landing, you know, a certain pace. And on my speed work, he uh-huh. wants me to land certain pace. Cases. Okay. But other than okay. that, like my long runs, he's like, take it easy. Like that's not you, that's you should easy. not be, yeah. you know, pounding yourself out on those things. Because uh-huh. if you think about it, I have what nine weeks. Like this has been a long training plan uh-huh. for a half marathon at least. Yeah. Um. So I'll be doing well over usually for a half marathon. I train for twelve weeks. Uh-huh. Um. So I'll be well over the twelve week mark of training. Um. And I've been doing like the last three week long runs have been ten miles. This weekend I'll be doing eleven miles. So I Ooh. will. Yeah, so I will be, as far as being comfortable with the miles being put down, uh-huh. I think when it comes to the race day, I'll totally be fine. Okay. So as far as my time and stuff, I'm trying not to think about it right now because I'm like, India, you have 12 weeks to go. Not 12 weeks, nine weeks to go, sorry. Like, you got what? I have nine <laughs> weeks to go before race day. So I'm trying not to focus on that and, like, really just saying, okay, India, you – because, of course, on race day, you go a little bit faster because you're excited, you're adrenaline, yeah, yeah. things are happening, you're trying to pass people, you yeah. see people, you lock into someone, you're trying to keep up with them. Yeah. And so what I'm doing on an individual basis may not be – what my race day is going to look like. And I will say lately, a lot of my easy runs have been better paces, but my long runs just have not been what I'm, what you're, what you're, what I'm used to and what I'm expecting. But I think it's, it's also me being tired, me, um, me getting back to putting as many miles as I've been putting in, you know what I'm saying? Cause I had to think about it. Like I took some time off and then getting back to consistency and I'm doing, you know, I'm working out five, six days a week. So Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where I'm, I'm putting it, I'm putting down the miles. That's a lot of miles, yeah. I mean, when you put in that many days, that's yeah. a lot of miles. Um, yeah. But like he said, that's good. You, you're getting that consistency mm-hmm. down. And I think you're going to feel so much better yes. running the half after this training. Yes. And, I mean, you know, I don't mean to, you know, there's some people that just go out and run races. Right. They really don't train that mm-hmm. much. They just go out and run races. You know, usually uh, most people I know that do that, they're not running for time. Right. They're, they're just kind of running to enjoy it but mm-hmm. to me there is nothing the best feeling in the world i've had running is when i've been trained up right when i'm trained i'm in shape i'm ready mm-hmm. i'm hitting heels like right. what's up yes. I'm, I'm, bring yeah, it. exactly bring like it. what you controlling yes. your pace and right 
there's no better feeling. That's why mm-hmm. I, I'm a, such a big um, supporter of people who actually train mm-hmm. for a specific race. You right. know what I mean? Right. Um, and, and, and try to peak at the right time because right. it's a great feeling. And I think that that's what I'm trying to get a feel for. I've been mixing up my long runs, like where I've been doing my long runs. Uh-huh. I have been mixing that up. Yeah. Um. So I was doing it out in my neighborhood, which is very like a lot of rolling hills, Beaver mm-hmm. Highway, like very, yeah. a lot of rolling hills. Um, the last Three weekends I had done Silver Comet Trail so that I could not do as many, you know, hills. Okay. And then this past weekend, well, two weekends prior to that, last past weekend I did Midtown, which I basically did the Peachtree Road Race route backwards from Ansley Mall. Okay. So that was really interesting. <laughs> um, but it worked out. So I guess I'm to the point where I'm trying to mix it up, continuing mm-hmm. to get the mental strength. And, you know, Coach L- Coach O says, you know, you know how you get better running? Do you know how, Tommy? How you get better running? Yeah, that's exactly what he said. He (laughs) said by running. So he's all about putting the miles in so that you can get better. So I am trying to trust the process. Yes. And trust my training plan, which Mm -hmm. is, I think, what's the best. So that's how I feel about. Well, let me ask you this. What do you do? At the like, what do you do to keep you going on these long runs? Because it sounds because I know you've been running with a partner in the morning during the week, but on two the, days a week. So I've only week. been running with her two days a week. Yes. So on the weekends, mm-hmm. are you running with anybody? I take off with people, but in, I never run with them. I got you. So on my long runs, um, well, f- for a big big chunk of my current training, I've been running solo, like not even taking off with people. Okay. Um, but the last. I would say the last month I've take off with the group. And then I just, I ended up running by myself because I don't know people that are doing my pace. A lot of times now I've been doing interval running as well. Okay. Some mm-hmm. people aren't doing that either. They may be a little, little behind me or they're taking off and they're like, Hey, all right, we'll see you at the end. Yeah. And they're jetting out the gate, which is fine for me. At least yeah. I know that I met up with some people and I'm mm-hmm. doing stuff, but I've been doing a lot of individual running. Um, how do I push through? I think was what your question was, right? Yeah. Now. Uh-huh. How do I push through? I just know I have to do it. And I think a lot of times I think in my mind, I'm telling myself, you got this. Trust the process. I talk to myself a lot on my runs. Like, Uh literally, people probably be like, who is she? Like, I literally talk (laughs) to myself. Who is she talking to? I literally talk to myself a lot on my runs. And then, Mm -hmm. honestly, honestly, Tommy, I say, I honestly tell myself, you're a marathoner. Like, you've run Mm -hmm. 26.2. Yeah. So it's not as if your body can't get you there. Yeah. And then I also tell myself, stay where you are. Like, literally in the moment. Yeah. Stay at this mile, stay stay at this step because I find myself venturing a lot to where I was before because my pace is slower. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? Don't do that. You know, mm-hmm. you, you life has changed, situations have changed, things have happened. Mm-hmm. You know injury all kinds of stuff has happened you can't think about where you were before yeah so a lot of reframing my thoughts a lot of positive thinking a lot of talking Mm -hmm. to myself and a lot of it's okay and taking my like listening to my body that's the other thing like really listening to my body so that's how i push through push through yeah i got you well you know like they you know we always say it's a lot of mental it is. It's. Uh, it yeah. is a lot of mental. Yeah. yeah, I know. For me, and I've been doing this for. I've probably been doing this since I was a, a little kid. Mm-hmm. I always imagine finishing, like in running. I imagine finishing a certain race. Mm-hmm. Like when I used to play football, I used to imagine, you know, scoring. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm in practice, I'm practicing so I can score that winning touchdown, right. whatever. So I always kind of visualize. Okay. Um, like right now, I, I've been visualizing. Um. Not finishing the Boston Marathon, but finishing oh. the finishing the race to qualify me. 
for awesome. the Boston the Marathon. Of that. Yeah, just that mm-hmm. feeling of running. Yeah. You're there. Yes. Heather's there. Trey's yes. I'm running. You better think about <laughs> it. I'm excited. That's what's up. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think about that. And yeah. I mean, there is somewhat of a friendly pressure of talking about like the race and that uh-huh. being my time, like being able to pump out a time that I want yeah. in October. Like there is that, all right, you know, yeah. that, that feeling of yeah, that, being done and be like, I, yes, I like it. I smashed that, you know? <laughs> and, you know, I'm just really excited about that feeling and kind of what that whole weekend and energy is going to mm-hmm. feel like. So I'm, I'm excited about it. And I'm almost like you putting in the time and the effort. Uh, I'm doing a lot better with stretching foam rolling. Okay. Um, In previous trainings, I, I did it every now and then. Uh-huh. Um, I've been trying to do it daily now mm-hmm. at the end of my runs i'm drinking my protein immediately um i am doing my stretching and recovery i'm icing i'm soaking like i'm doing better with taking care of my body living like a runner i'm living like a runner and i really can tell a difference um my soreness after race after runs is very different my Mm -hmm. soreness next day is very different like i'm not Mm -hmm. as i'm not like walking around like i'm 90 um (laughs) which in previous times it was a day or two days after that I'm yeah. still crippled from a long run. And uh-huh. now it's like, okay, I'm okay. Like not saying that it wasn't, you know, I don't, I don't have soreness, but it's better. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. So, I got gotcha. you. Yes. Well, that's, you know, that's good to hear. I'm glad, you know, hold up. Oh, wait. No, I was going to tell you this mm-hmm. too. And also being comfortable with warm ups and cool downs. I don't know if we talked about this last time uh-huh. um, or if that was just an individual yeah, conversation we were talking, that you and yeah, I uh-huh. had off, off, um, offline, but he has me doing warm ups and cool downs, mm-hmm. and in my mind, a lot of times, again, it's it chops you into that mental point of how can I run a mile, mile and a half as a warm up, and then I still have to go do the workout, <laughs> right? So I'm trying to transition my mindset around the warm up and cool downs, our recovery, and uh-huh. getting you ready for the run. So I'm really trying to transition my body and my mind around being able to do that. Yeah. And being okay with doing that. Because even yeah. when I see elite runners and they're out running miles before the race, I'm like, what the hell? Like, I yeah, need exactly. all of that energy exactly. in the tank. <laughs> I need every single bit of that energy in the tank. I, that mile needs to be a mile towards this race, not towards warm-up before the race. Well, I, I will say this because I know, like I do, I, I, when the first time I did Hanson, because Hanson has all that in there, the, 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 um, you know, the warm-up and all that. And the first time, I ain't do it. I was like, I ain't doing that. Much. Right. <laughs> so, yes. The, but the second time around, mm-hmm. I did start, it, start doing it, and okay. it makes a difference. It does make a difference. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It does make a difference. Like, after this this podcast, I'm gonna have, I got speed work to do, so. Oh, you do? Yes. What's your speed work like today? So, you would ask me that. So, I think it is <laughs> one and a half mile warm-up. It is two mile... Um, one mile repeats times two, uh-huh. and then he has a he has a goal pace of ten mile ten mile uh, minute, minute mile, which is mm-hmm. faster than my usual. And then I have another um, mile cooldown, so I'll be doing about <laughs> two, three, about five and almost six miles. Uh, I really think um, <laughs> actually after a while, mm-hmm. the warm ups and cooldowns, yeah. I look forward to them. Really. Like, once I you haven't get gotten into, there yet. Once you get into the, once you, you in that deep training and you putting all the miles on your legs, yeah. you be loving that warm up. Like, let me, let me, let me cruise this 11 minute yeah. mile real right. quick. Right. So <laughs> that piece I'm okay with. Yeah. Like the piece, the, the fact that I really don't have to worry about a pace yeah. hit uh-huh. when, it, when it comes to warm up and cool down, mm-hmm. I'm totally fine. Yeah. I think it's the fact in my mind, I'm thinking about the distance that I'm going uh-huh. versus 
how fast my body yeah, needs to go. And yeah. so that's that's the other mental piece that you have to transition over. And that's why, like we said, running is so much more mental than yeah. physical, than what people realize. Yeah. And you have to really change that thought process around. So that's still a work in progress for me. Well, like this morning, um, like I run early, early, mm-hmm. like 3, 3.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. This morning I ran um, total with six miles, but four of the, the miles had to be at um, a half marathon pace. Mm-hmm. And man, I love that. Man, that warm up, I'm almost walking. I mean, I'm yeah. like yeah. chilling. You're feeling good though. Yeah. And in the mornings, you're feeling great. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm with you, like the morning time, uh-huh. my last couple runs with Nicole, like I've been like, it's like feeling good afterwards. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can do it a little bit. <laughs> the other morning, it was raining. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, the God. Yes. Literally, yeah. the rain uh-huh. felt amazing and I was cruising. Yeah, so yeah, eventually I think you'll you'll enjoy so. the the warm up. It, it has a, I, I still won't do it at a race yet. though. Forget that. <laughs> I'm yeah, using it, every bit of the miles. On it the hasn't race. gotten there yet. It hasn't gotten there yet. And the other thing that I have been trying to mm-hmm. inter- integrate in mm-hmm. is eating before my long runs, which is not something that I usually do. You would never I eat get, anything. I get upset stomach, and I just don't like. So when I do races, mm-hmm. I would do, I'd always did crackers with peanut butter, like yeah. regular crackers. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I would bring my own peanut butter and uh-huh. I peanut butter crackers already made. Those don't work for me, yeah. like regular crackers, but like ensuring that I'm like getting oatmeal or toast mm-hmm. or a bagel or something. And I'm trying to do better with consistency because the thing about it is what people don't realize is there's so many people that carb low before a race, mm-hmm. eat the race of a, uh, the morning of a race, but they don't yeah. do any of that during training like you why yeah, do you only you do gotta, it on race yeah, day you gotta like, do it all the same way so i'm trying to figure that out and figure out what's best for my time you know what i love you might want to try i mean i don't know you, you got to check it out for your stomach but those um the waffles the frozen waffles no the um oh the stingers yes okay. the stinger waffles yeah during marathon training lo- works so especially on a hot day okay because it gave me a lot of energy in the mm. beginning and then i'd hit you know some you know gatorade something in the middle but that was your breakfast that worked so well for me i do i'll do like if i get up early enough i'll do a bagel like okay. a little mini bagel with peanut butter mm-hmm. but if i don't then i just hit the waffles okay yeah, I'm gonna try it. Peanut butter seems to do well with my stomach. Mm-hmm. I've tried banana, messed me up. Yeah, no. Um, mm-hmm. but like peanut butter usually does well with my stomach. So just trying to that whole mental process again, getting mm-hmm. up early enough to be able to eat to where your food digests and then get out. And of, and of course during summer training, mm-hmm. you you know if you're trying to start at four o'clock in the morning, you really got to get up to eat prior to yeah, all that. So. Exactly, exactly. Yes. So good. Now everybody, if you don't know, Coach O. Yes. With Lace Up Fitness, he yes. is doing. Uh, he's training. Training. He is training. He's training um, <laughs> India yes, for, for the, race. the race. So mm-hmm. I just, uh, bam, I'm good at hitting spots. Lace up fitness and the race. Both. Yes, both of them. <laughs> but for real, if you if you want to get this kind of training, mm-hmm. hit up Lace Up Fitness. They got an Instagram. Tell yes. you exactly where to go. Website, Do you everything. check out their um, one minute mile? Yes. Yeah, or mile minute. Yes. I'm sorry, what it, like, I don't remember exactly what it's called. One mile minute. Yeah, or something okay. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool. So definitely go follow them. Yes. Um, a lot of good information on mm-hmm. not just running, biking, fitness, totally. Fitness, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. So swimming. they have swimming, biking, running, nutritionists, like lifting, any kind of coach that you're looking for. Lace Up Fitness has it, and Coach O is doing a great job with me. And of course, we're gonna. Have him on. To- yeah, we'll see how good a job you're doing with him. <laughs> right. We're going we to get some answers from Coach O. 
Because I can say how I feel like yeah, I'm doing. You're going to be like, uh, See what Coach L say. But really more, um, I want to just ask more about um, how he his process with working with you. Um, as and so that people who've never, ne- maybe never had a coach can kind of see how it works. Cause not, I mean, I'm a loner type person. I don't like mm-hmm. nobody telling me nothing. Yeah. So, you know, I want to hear how he's working with you and, right. you know, seeing how that collaboration, cause I yeah. can tell already you're learning a lot of new stuff Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, by working with him, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. And I think, so I think that with having a run coach, you have to, there's two different people. There's someone that can because Coach O does not live live in Atlanta. We mm-hmm. li- I live in Atlanta. He lives in South Carolina. Yeah. But so our communication is via phone only or mm-hmm. via phone and via the training app. Mm-hmm. So the thing about it is, is that if you're not motivated for someone to tell you what to do and you go out and do it, the way that I'm getting coached probably is not the best for you. Gotcha. Because I know there's some people like, girl, if, if they not in here, like in my face telling me, you know, or out at the runs with yeah. me and doing these type things. Yeah. But Lace Up Fitness has that type of training as well and Mm -hmm. that type of coaching also. But my coaching is just different. But I also have that drive. Give me what you want. I'm going to go do it. I'm going to text you my information about how I feel and what I did. So we'll talk to him and see how it goes. See how it goes. (laughs) So what else is going on in the world of running? So I wanted to give a huge shout out to Michael Wardian. We all we interviewed him. I can't remember what episode it was. but We interviewed him. He is he's a marathoner, ultra marathoner and has continued to do an amazing job. He actually did the San Francisco Marathon last weekend. Mm -hmm. He did the ultra marathon, which means that he completed two laps of the 26.2 mile um, route. So he did it twice. What? But but y'all, he finished in six hours, 10 minutes and 34 seconds. So for that's, some of y'all, that's for somebody, me, that's, that's a marathon. marathon. Yeah, somebody exactly. that's a marathon. He <laughs> I'm ran. just saying, he did it twice. And he, he wasn't running Chicago. San Francisco. He so we talked about the mountains in San yes. Francisco. He wasn't running Chicago. No. He was running the San Francisco Marathon. Uh, yes. Synonymous with hills. Right. He ran exactly. it twice. Exactly. What was it again? Six hours? Six and- hours, 10 minutes, and 34 seconds. Dude. So congratulations, Mike. You continue. Man. Is he human? Is he <laughs> is he human? So I, I mean that's amazing because I I didn't actually go back and look because I saw that he was going to be running it the mm-hmm. ultra, but I don't think I realized. Mm-hmm. That, you know what? I think he did post that. Yeah, I'm running the ultra, mm-hmm. and then he was saying like two laps, and I was like two laps of what? Because he's so modest about what he does. Yeah, exactly. But yes, two laps, yeah. fifty two point four miles. Wow, that eighty four point four kilometers. If you're into kilometer counting, wow, yeah. So congratulations, congrats. Mike. We are always. I'm always watching you and the amazing things that you're mm-hmm. doing. Congratulations on that. Exactly. Yes. So that's, I, that's really I cool. couldn't imagine. And of course, the ultra world is a whole nother world. But oh, different. In my mind, as as a marathoner, and I'm not gonna say just a marathoner because twenty six point two is amazing. But yeah. as a marathoner, being an ultra marathoner, it's just a whole nother world. That's like it's it blows a, me out of the water. It's always amazing to me to gotta look back at like my running life mm-hmm. and what used to be amazing to me mm-hmm. has changed yes, <laughs> like yes. okay because i used to be like running marathon who doing that <laughs> exactly right. who does that who but does that? now it's like people running twice mm-hmm. you know marathons or ultras mm-hmm. hundred mile races mm-hmm. it's it's just amazing yes. what a human beings do yes. with their free time right <laughs> yes it's just amazing so anyway and it also so it would be I cannot go without, you know, saying this on this podcast. Congratulations to Allison Felix for signing with Athlo, um, excuse me, 
Athleta, it, which is a Gap athletic okay. company. Yeah. Um, so he, she is signed with them now. She is no longer signed with Nike. So, of mm. course, we have talks on our episodes in regards to Nike and them not giving her her, you know, her money for having her baby and maternity time and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So she has decided to take her talents to um, Athleta, and I am very happy for her and very excited. And they have a power of she basically campaign that mm-hmm. they launch and it's basically wellness his health and wellness for everything um, when they finally announced on their page that she was going to be not only just a sponsored athlete but their first sponsored athlete oh wow so she is their first sponsored athlete um they said that they are going to be behind her as a woman as a mother and as a um as an advocate so she's mm-hmm. going to be doing a lot of time with you know, just educating young women and young girls about their rights and understanding and being an athlete and what it is to be a woman and be an athlete. So I'm very happy for her. Congratulations. Congratulations. I I am interested to see, because right now she's still running in Nike spikes. So I'm interested to see what, yeah, what she, what the shoe is going to go to, um, is athletic going to come out with their own shoe. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of interested to see. They're kind of close. Yeah. But you know what? You never, you, you never know. You you never know. Well, I, I, honestly was very surprised mm-hmm. about their picking up of her because I I don't have any Athleta clothes, um, but they're kind of, to me, on the realm of Lululemon. Okay. Um, and not, I see, not high performance, more right, of a... Right, like I don't see yeah, them as much high athletic. performance. I see them as, in my eyes, and I know mm-hmm. that they probably do have high performance yeah. clothes, mm-hmm. but I see them as yoga out and about, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm going to do a little bit of, I might do some strength training here and there, but I don't see them as like pounding Mm -hmm. high performance. They have really cute stuff, but like, we'll see. I mean, they're probably, obviously they're going to have to step it up. And I think that I'm sure that Allison Felix looked at what they have before they even sponsored her, before she signed on to see, can I run in this stuff? Can I do my, you know, my speed work in this stuff? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be interesting. But I saw that as well. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I'm always like, if you can get a better situation for yourself and your family, Mm -hmm. do it. Exactly. And I think that it sounds like it's going to be a better situation all the way around. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully that will actually show other companies how you should treat your your athletes, because after yeah. one company does it, a lot of times you need to step it up. They, they fall; other companies fall in line. I mean, because they don't want to lose people. Yeah, because Nike. You had Nike has now lost an amazing athlete. Yes, you know, and Nike's not going anywhere because no. of it. But you know, it's still the name associated with the, how this whole yeah. situation has gone down is mm-hmm. not a good point towards Nike. No, not not at all. But I mean, you know, Nike get dinged on stuff constantly. So mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if they care. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing, you know, I guess my thing is like on one end, mm-hmm. you know, they got Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. you know, and they're supporting him. They, mm-hmm. you know, they not putting out shoes just cause he says yeah, it, you know, they, kind of stuff. But then on the other end, real, real, cause mm-hmm. you know what? Honestly, I could give a crap if you put out Betsy Ross shoes. What do mm-hmm. I care? I ain't buying them, but mm-hmm. you know, if you want to put them out, but on the real, real, you got this young lady having a kid, something that I am very aware of because I only got five days of maternity leave. To, to hang out with Trey. Paternity, yup. So paternity, <laughs> maternity, whatever. Five days. Five days. That's low. But let me tell you. Let me No, this is just a side note. Why do we get an email yesterday? Not yesterday. Day before yesterday. They're changing it to now. I would have gotten six weeks. Shut up. Dude, if you don't think I'm about to walk in there talking about y'all, y'all owe me. Y'all need to give me <laughs> Y'all owe me yes. five weeks. 
they giving six weeks at my company now. Wow. I was like, I told Heather that. She was like, what? I was like, yes. I was so. Yeah, I would definitely be all up in HR. Like, I'm so like, what does that mean for me? Exactly. That, I just had a baby. My baby just came. Yeah. I mean, if you need me to put him back and take him out again, <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> I need know them, you don't want that. I need them five <laughs> weeks. I know Heather don't want that neither. That is too but funny. But that's what, so. I mean, that's some real, real stuff. And that's right. think, I think that is definitely something that they, they need to look in. And mm-hmm. I'm, and honestly, I truly believe that Nike will step up and, uh, and, and do it. Because they got that. way too many athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, female athletes yeah. on their roster, not mm-hmm. to, not even just um track and field, basketball, mm-hmm. you know, WNBA, all athlete, of that, all of that. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's I, a lot. Yeah, there's I guess it's a little different with track and field because, like, if you play for a basketball team, you're definitely getting a higher paycheck, probably mm-hmm. on a more regular basis. Know. Well, you know, guaranteed contracts. Yeah, you know, so you're gonna get that. Whereas with track and field, you ain't on the track, you get no. You're not performing. Yeah, you're not you're perform- not exactly. It. So I get that. I think it's a, it's definitely something that's a little different. Yeah. I got a question for you. Sure. Now you know who Usain Bolt is, right? Uh-huh. So Usain Bolt, I don't know, and honestly, I can't tell you what entity decided this, but I saw it. He was voted like the most electrifying athlete of all. Time. Wait a that, minute. Thank you. I was like, okay. Of all time? Of all time. They, that's went, what I, they went far with it. That's what I'm like. Okay, I ain't gonna lie. I enjoyed yes, watching him run. he's a great runner. But first off, a 100-meter guy career is Olympics to Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, Really, I mean, yeah, he did run Diamond League and all that good mm-hmm. stuff, but how often did you really see that? You mm-hmm. saw him in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, got, I can think of football players. That that to me, because of their longevity, mm-hmm. would get of more electrifying right. than Usain Bolt. So I was just interested if anybody else thought the same thing. I was a little. Mm-hmm. I was. I, would you even yeah. say he's the most electrifying in the running community at that time? Well, no, we can't. We can't break that, it to but, a time. But that's what I'm telling you. At that time. <laughs> But that's what I'm telling you. At that time, he was. I mean, he's not even, like, not any. No. Like, no. no. I think that they stretched it with of all time. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. No. He was amazing. Uh-huh. And for the couple years that, that he, he did. Well, I mean, how many? He did three Olympics? Yeah, I was going to say for, what, three, four years that he was, like, well, really in the spotlight. Of course, he's run longer than that. But as far as, like, how long he was, like, yeah, everybody's like, you saying, you saying, you saying. Yeah, if he did three. So he, he did, what, 12 years. So we'll give him a 12-year span if right. he was in three different Olympics. Olympics. Mm-hmm. We'll give him a 12 year span that he was the man. Right. And I, I mean, when but it he wasn't first 12 years of everybody being like, hype about him, though. Well, I think from the first Olympics, when he came out there being as tall as he is, mm-hmm. being able to put down the let, you know, yeah. put down his his pace like that or his, mm-hmm. his uh, tempo like that. Mm-hmm. I know I was like, how's this tall? Right. I, ain't gonna lie, I was like, he owns some. But <laughs> um, Talk but I ain't gonna lie, I always say that. Uh, ever yeah. since Barry Bonds, I think everybody on drugs. Well, <laughs> so, well. I've always said that. But anyway. Um, I think from that point, mm-hmm. for the 12 years, mm-hmm. even for that 12 years, I don't know if I would say he was the most ele- – well, okay, track and field. I guess maybe track and field he mm-hmm. would be. But I, honestly, I get – maybe it's just because I'm a distance runner. I get more excited to watch um, Kipchoge. I mean, because I, because we are distance runners, yeah. I think that's the reason too. But also, like, I feel like it's just it's a different beast to be a distance runner than yeah. it is a sprinter. Yeah. I mean, and not discrediting sprinters uh-huh. at all. Like, much respect to those yeah. people that can run that fast. But it's just different. It is very different. Yeah. But, see, I actually think, I mean, not that I think Kipchoge could beat Usain Bolt in a 100-meter race. Mm. But I think Kipchoge could run a respectable 100 meter whereas i do not think yeah he could. usain bolt could run a respect I, i'm not sure if he could run yeah, a respectable uh marathon 
you know, in the no. elite version, I'm thinking. You no. know what I mean? Yes. So, anyway. Speaking of Kachobi, this is mm-hmm. just something random. For those mm-hmm. that are interested in kind of watching um, Kipchoge and working on getting to, you know, doing the sub two-hour marathon, mm-hmm. make sure that y'all are following NN Running Team. Um, they basically feature all the runners and pacers and everybody that's been running with Kachobi. Oh, really? They have a YouTube page and everything mm-hmm. that kind of documents some of the th- things that they're doing, their warm-ups, some of their workouts. I found something very interesting. They did, like, a question and answer on their Instagram the other day, mm-hmm. and someone asked, how much sleep does Kipchoge get? Yeah. And he they say he gets eight hours of sleep and then a two hour nap every day. I guarantee I'm sure he does. I wish. Man. If what? I could get eight hours of sleep every night <laughs> and a two hour nap every day. Well, I mean I would be I would I mean optimal performance. That's what they that's what say. we should be getting. That's what they say you should get if mm-hmm. you're training. And honestly, I mean, some books I've read of, you know, um, people who are not from Kenya who went and ran with the Kenyans mm-hmm. say that's pretty much they run and sleep mm-hmm. that's, and eat. Run, eat, and sleep. Yeah, that's all but they that's really do. But that's your life, though. Like, yeah. that's, you know, that's what you're getting paid to do. Yeah, yeah, the most life. definitely. And, I mean, while we're, we're talking about Kenya, so, and I, and I don't remember where I saw this article, but it was an article, mm-hmm. and, of course, they didn't have a name of the actual runner, but it was a runner from Kenya. Okay who talked about he he dopes mm. and he says he says it's rampant in Kenya he said he didn't want to he said he wanted to run clean but in the end he didn't because everybody else was doping so he had to because mm. nobody in Kenya and we're going to lose the people from almost live so holla at you <laughs> um nobody in Kenya just runs like us like mm-hmm. th- there's no races. Hey, fun run. They don't do that. It's if serious. You, it's if competitive. If you run in Kenya, right. you're running to make a paycheck mm-hmm. and make a better life for your um for your family. Mm-hmm. Um, but what really struck me, honestly, in the article, besides the fact you know he said everybody's doping, mm-hmm. but he just talked about like the times that they were running in Kenya mm-hmm. and how in Kenya. Like some of the times in America that we would be like astounded by, and Kenya's just okay. Mm-hmm. So I what, mean, like getting up in the middle of the night and going. Well, no, I mean, like no, that, I mean, just... like actual speed, like your oh, okay. your your speed, dis- yeah, okay. your speed your times, your, your speed distance and speed. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. a guy who may be mediocre in Kenya could come to the U.S. and clean up right easily. Right, right, right. Um, so and, you know, he talked about that, and it made me think of um once again a book I read about um this British guy that went to Kenya and was hanging out with, you know, the Kenyans and running with them. And he was making a phone call. He was trying to call um, a runner to, to join his team. Right. He was calling up the runner, mm-hmm. but he dialed the wrong number. Mm-hmm. And he said, is this, and I'm just going to use the name Smith, because that's it was a basic Kenyan name. Mm-hmm. He said, is this um, Smith that runs um, the marathon in two hours and, and, and four minutes? And the guy was like, no, this is Smith. I run it in two hours and six minutes. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, right. it's so it's, many people that. It's more. It's more yes, of them. Exactly. Dropping those signs. Exactly. He was just so amazed. Like, I called the wrong number and still found a guy that ran mm-hmm. an amazing time. An amazing time. You know, so. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that's kind of what I got from the article. But it was kind of disheartening to to hear that. Yeah. Because, you know. You question. Like, you want to be able to have clean athletes that are yes. still putting down these amazing Yes, times. exactly. But, I mean, also, I look at. Another reason that I kind of believe him is because I will see like a Kenyan athlete come out of nowhere, run a couple of marathons, and you never hear from him again. Mm-hmm. Or if they do run again, it's nothing close mm-hmm. to what they were running before. And to me, that shouts doping. Like they doped up, 
so they can win a race, so they can get the money because it's not it, and it, it ain't a hobby for them mm. to get the money and then you know you get off of it and you go back to being a normal Kenyan. That's very disheartening. Yeah, because you you would think that we would be like you said, just doing the sport clean, and mm-hmm. you don't want to be cheating people, and you know yeah. all of those things. So that that is very disheartening. But what he person. said was kind of same thing that um everybody said in baseball. Mm-hmm. That, you know, hey, I didn't want to take steroids, but if I wanted to compete. Mm-hmm. This is what I had. I to had to, well, that's what Barry Bonds' defense was mm-hmm. when everybody was on him about taking steroids. He was like, look, I ain't the only one. Mm-hmm. You know, I started it because everybody else was doing it. So, you know, if I want to earn my living, mm-hmm. this is what I had to do. Um, but so, yeah, it was uh, it was very disheartening. But he also said that the Kenyan athletic you know whatever whoever covers their their athletes um they don't enforce um um dope you know uh anti-doping they don't really go after people um i guess so it's only if you're running in the states that you're really getting exactly so if you're like you said even if you're just running like in in western europe you Mm -hmm. could probably get away get away with it Mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah the states ain't no joke you hear about the football player he was trying to retire he signed a one-day contract, and they wanted to test him. <laughs> I am not playing. Steven Jackson, die. he used to play for Falcons, and he went. Die. He signed up. A, he signed a one-day contract to try to retire with the Rams, and the NFL wanted to test him. What? And, I mean, Steven Jackson, do I don't think he's played though. football in years. So, you know, he's been hitting the, the ganja. So, <laughs> But I was just like, that is so ridiculous. It is. That I mean, just just to do go. Yeah. So, but anyway, but it, I just thought it was a very interesting article. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well. (laughs) Okay. We good to go. Yeah. Are we ready? I think we're ready. Okay. Well, um, we're about to bring on who we got as our guest. (laughs) We are going to be talking to two different people today. Okay. So we're going to be talking to coach O going over my training Uh and then we have Philip King is going to be coming on, um, to basically talk about some initiatives and things that he has going on. So Perfect. He's, he, he's been running outside the state, so we'll see how well, that He's goes. a Mr. International. Right. So we're going to talk to him now. And we are back yes. the run duo, and we got a great guest. He's he's a returning guest, kind of, because yeah. I, I, I did get to talk to him mm-hmm. on Shut Up, Tommy, and yeah. now we got him here on the run duo, yes. Mr. Philip King. What's up, bro? <laughs> Oh man, I can't call it. Time to make a couple dollars. He out. He in them streets right now. Yes, right now working. He might come to your door to deliver something (laughs) and be interviewed at the same time. This man is multitasking. Yes, he is. Yes, Philip. I got Amazon packages on the on the truck right now. On the truck right now. <laughs> you better I bet, get them on dude, time. You know yeah. people be searching Don't, for them packages. Man, Philip, you better not say that because you might get personal calls. Like, look, <laughs> <laughs> people be serious about that prime. People be yes. serious. <laughs> they yeah. told me by end of day. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, Philip, we wanted to have you on because we know that you just ran the Victoria Falls Marathon in in Zimbabwe, Africa. So we wanted to hear about that, and you have some other good stuff. Coming Coming up. Oh yeah, yeah. I got uh I just try to stay busy with it. I mean <laughs> one thing I learned, you know what I'm saying, when you think it, just go ahead and do it and then see how it all unfolds. And and most of the time it turns out good when you do it that way. Right. Yes, exactly. So tell us a little bit, mm-hmm. first off, why did you decide to run Victoria Falls? What 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 got in your head? Did you just want to go to Africa or what? What was going on? I, when I started running, you 
funny, man. I always said I wanted to kind of do a race in Africa. So, of course, when it came up, when Heather had put it out there, I, I wanted to do it, but I was kind of hesitant at first, man. But Why hesitant? To go ahead. Uh, just because I had, I would have to take two weeks off. Normally, I take a week of vacation at a time, and I kind of spread them out. So, mm-hmm. this trip was going to require me to take, you know, multiple weeks off and stuff like that. So, I just had to say about my time off and then, you know, money and stuff like that yeah money definitely is the the key mm-hmm. to, to all of it right so but you made it over there you did so how was it was it different running in zimbabwe than it was say running down peace tree i mean was there a different feeling and see, it's funny you say that because i've done peace tree that thursday went back to my girlfriend's place took a shower repack got on a plane 15 hour plane ride to mm. Johannesburg. And then got up the next morning, took another like an hour and a half plane ride to Zimbabwe, and done the race the day after that. Wow! It was it was literally like back to back. And Peace Street, I mean, you know, man, I'm I'm not one of these Atlanta like doing Atlanta races. I shy away from Atlanta races, but man, actually, the Zimbabwe race was really harder than any race I've ever done. Wow. Was it was it because of the hills or what was going Humidity, on? Humidity, heat. What was it? it? It it was all of that, man. The heat, the heat, the hills, and the way they had it, it was almost like six races in one. So it was a two, it was a loop race. Mm-hmm. So like that second loop, we come around through that second loop, and they got man, it's people everywhere. So you got to deal with that. And then when you get to the secluded places, because they had like armed rangers out there with live ammunition and like. AK-47 style gun. What? So not only you got to, you know, you ducking and dodging, trying not to bump into people. Now you got to worry about, like, these elephants, lions, uh, buffalo. Just whatever you can think of that's in a safari pretty much was there. So during the race, you're you're basically running through a safari. Basically. Wow. Okay. That was well. I mean, and well, let me ask you this. So, and now, Philip, I know you pretty much race everything. You you run pretty much all races. You don't really take too many off. So, mm-hmm. was this one that you truly were in there running, or were you just trying to enjoy the experience um, more, like see, you know, kind of check out the scenery, that kind of thing? Man, when I signed up for this race, I, I kind of had a, a, a goal to uh, to kind of be the place and master. Like, that was my goal. Mm-hmm. I come off this race. I come off my last marathon in April. I can go back into training. I can get faster. But it doesn't go like that for me. So, after my race in, in, in April, I got lazy, man. Mm. I, I may have ran, like, 90 miles the month of June and May combined. And so, you know, when you do that, you got to re-kind of, mm-hmm. your goal got to restructure. So, I had a goal. Like, I go into every race with a goal. I had a goal. And... I was on pace for, like, the first 18 miles, and after that, I, I cramped at 18, so after that, it was just going to be sightseeing, take pictures. Gotcha. Uh, try, try to stay aware of the other animals. And reason being, because that was a race where going over there, man, we had to get a ton of shots. Yeah. Like, I got shot pretty much all the way up until I left. Wow. And they, they tell you not to drink the water. So, right. of course, the water stations, you try not to drink the water. So I, I had an idea I could just carry a little handheld, and that would be my water for the race. Mm-hmm. It was only about, like, 16 ounces, 18 ounces. And I put the Gatorade Endurance in there, though. Right. But it just wasn't enough. So by the time I got to 18, with, with all the elevation the race had, I cramped. And after I cramped, I just kind of 
cruise to the finish line after that. So what was your cruise? Because I know your cruise is a little different than my cruise and Tommy's cruise. What was your cruise, um, I mean, Philip? My cruise, my cruise was, and I, I'm not ashamed of my time. My my time was a three twenty nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think I and I think I placed like uh sixty four for golf. Nice. Okay. So, that's awesome in a marathon. Like that's awesome in a marathon. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't what I planned to do, but it was no. a finish. I mean. let, let me ask you this, Philip. So, was it was it mostly foreigners in the race, or was there actual like were there Kenyans running? Like, who was actually running the race? Uh, they had a lot of different countries, but the biggest the biggest amount of runners came from either Zambia or Zimbabwe. And it was kind of cool because. It kind of like got a competition thing going because Zambia is like right there. Actually, part of the race, we go into Zambia mm-hmm. and we come right back out of Zambia, Zambia, and then uh, the rest of it is in Zimbabwe. But like the award ceremony, I mean, it was kind of like a competition between the two the two uh, countries. Okay, mm, gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Well, that does sound interesting. Was it was it organized? I mean, as far as organization, was it organized well? Was it was it yeah. mostly trail that you were running on? It was everything, man. You ran on trail, you ran on pavement, you ran on roads. I mean, you ran in the bush, you ran <laughs> not in the, the bush highway. though, Philip. On the highway. And, and, for real, and, and it's not like races over here. You know how races over here they had the cones out beside the road. Yeah. And most drivers get over. Yeah. Man, this race, I promise you, it was three times where I'm gonna get ran over because they can have the whole road over there. And it's kind of, it's different because they, they drive on the opposite side of the road that we drive on. Yeah. Right. So, and they would have the whole road where they could get over, but, man, they would still stay on their side of the road, middle of the lane. I don't care if the cones out there or not. <laughs> so it was like three times I almost got hit and I almost got ran over. Wow. Yeah, that would probably be a reason that I wouldn't want to exactly. run it. Exactly. Like, anymore. I really want my life. Like, run or die in, in Africa. Like, so, what? Did you see any animals on the trail? That's but, kind of amazing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I <laughs> guess, is. you know, that's no different than getting mugged, I guess. But, you know. By an animal, though. <laughs> exactly, mm-hmm. I guess. But, yeah, wow. that, that sounds like a rough way to get home from the Kroger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So, it, was it was definitely a good 
definitely something you won't forget, man. Right. But that's the life experiences, I think, that we underestimate. Like, those are things you can't, you can take that in the grave with you. You know what I mean? Like, we, some of us are out here buying cars and bags and shoes and all this stuff, but I prefer having an experience like what you just told us, Yeah, that sounds like a great experience. Like, that's amazing. So, I mean, as far as the, because it's the Victoria Falls, right? Mm -hmm. So, did you actually see the falls during the run? Uh, you can see a piece of it, and actually, like this year, the the, the rainy season wasn't as heavy as it have been years mm-hmm. past. Because some years, the rain season be so heavy that even when they do the race, the falls are so much water is coming over the falls that it have uh spray or be spraying up, and it would drift to the bridge that we crossed over going into Zambia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this year, this year it wasn't like that. This year, you could see like through the little clip opening you can see the falls from the bridge but most of everybody wants to see the falls the day before this so i got a full view of the falls okay the day before okay yeah. so as far as yeah. and besides the trip philip i mean far besides the race i mean how was the trip itself like did you see things it was did the trip worth the 15 hour flight and then another hour and all that good stuff I, i'm going back man i'm going back to Africa. I mean, oh I yeah anybody I think everybody should make that trip at one point. I can remember first getting there after being on the plane for 15 hours. Of course, I was ready to get off the plane. But I can remember trying to hurry up and get out of Johannesburg Airport just to see the sky for the first time in Africa. I got you. After, it was like right in the evening. So we were trying to catch the sunset. And when we got out there, man, the whole sky was just lit up orange. You can see a little purplish. It just, everything looked different over there, man. The ground different. Sky wow. different. Yeah, that I does sound nice. The most amazing views that I've had. You, you, you hadn't even seen views like this on television, man. Like, right. no pictures doing no justice, no no words. I can tell y'all doing no justice. You got to go yeah. see it for yourself. So I'm, I'm definitely glad I had a chance to go over there. Well, I really appreciate your pictures that you posted because the pictures that you did post, they were amazing and the beautiful animals at the safari and all of that. So we appreciate you sharing what you could with us, and I'm sure the pictures didn't do any justice. <laughs> so um just just so now that was africa so i know you are our mr international and you told us earlier that your next um international race will be tokyo so when is that race uh march the first march of, of 2020 of 2020 okay okay so you got plenty of time went to, i went to tokyo last year uh-huh uh, my girlfriend my girlfriend she ran it so i was actually able to go over there and check it out see what it's like Okay. Because, uh, my my first international race was uh, Berlin last mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. and and that race, man, it just you you gotta really know what you. It's it's good to know what's available before you get there. Cause I remember Odell was telling me to bring Gatorade and this and that. And he was telling me about, it, but man, I, I forgot about that. And I got out there on course, got out there the day of the race, wasn't hydrated, and I cramped that race. Mm. So. You know, yeah. yeah, I think we have to realize that when we go to inter- do international races, there are a lot of things that we're afforded here in the states that they don't do the same thing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and you want to try on if you want to try to stay on your same routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which is, so a lot of times you better off if you like Gatorade, then buy you some powder Gatorade and take it with you in your check bag. Mm-hmm. So whatever you used to in using hydration, it's best to try to get it to where you can get some sent over there either before the race or something like that because it's, it's going to be different. Like, I went to the start line to get in the corral, and I'm thinking how you go to races over here, mm-hmm. you can catch a bottle of water 
you know, if you get there early, you can catch a bar of water somewhere around the short line. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find no water mm-hmm. for Berlin. But, and, 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 it just, and it just so happened it got hot that day. And it just it didn't happen. But that race right there was another amazing race. I mean, anytime you can say you ran the race where the world record was set in the marathon, I mean, you really can't complain about that. Yeah, right. most definitely. Now that's true. Yeah. Now, Philip, yeah. when I originally interviewed you, on shut up Tommy, you were just really, I mean, even though you were qualifying for Boston, what, what, when you qualified for Boston, that was like, what number marathon for you when you qualified, like your third marathon, maybe? It was actually the first one that I ran. Like it was my first marathon. Yeah. I remember it was something mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. So since then, and that's probably been what, two years, two years yeah. now. So that's been about yeah. two years. So now I can come back and kind of re-interview you. Mm-hmm. How do you? How does the marathon feel to you now? Now that you, now that you season, because you like you were kind of new to it, even though you you know you took off and were great at it from from the get go. Right. How do you feel about the marathon now? Is it still is it is it your favorite distance or or no or or how do you feel about it? It's it's not my favorite, but right now it's, it's the one that I got the most interest in because mm-hmm. it's the most it's the most challenging. So I mean. You always want to challenge yourself, so it's the most challenging. It's the one race that I don't feel like I've ran my best race yet. You know, I feel like I hadn't done the proper training. You know, with the marathon, you got to have proper training, proper nutrition. You got to have luck with the weather, and you got to and you got to be on point with all that through the whole race. Some of these half marathons, I mean, you can get away with, you know, mm-hmm. not so great training. Yeah. You don't really have to worry about your, your hydration and stuff that much in a half marathon. Mm-hmm. And then you know, ten k. Most people don't even take drinks in ten k. When you really, when you, when you hit, yeah, when you humping it, yeah, yeah you, you might not even yeah. take a drink. You're mm-hmm. right. You are correct. Yeah, directly so, right. And I'm so glad you said definitely the most challenging. Yeah, challenging. right. You have to be holistically. You do have to because twenty six point two ain't nothing to play with. Yeah, I don't play with marathons. Mm-hmm. I, I play like you said. I play with a half. I'll go yeah. out there and just you know whatever. But yeah, I don't play My with a marathon. I just like oh, I'm about to go do this half. <laughs> That was the worst thing ever. <laughs> worst thing in life. Now I'm glad you did bring up half. So you know we got the race coming. Are you yes. gonna? Co- are you coming down coming for that? You, you gonna need to get your day off. Get your day off. I'm trying to have be the, I'm trying to be off that whole week. But last year I finished like second overall master. But I think I'm gonna cancel out this year, man. I'm gonna cancel out this year. But it's because I got I got a marathon coming up uh-huh. in Arkansas in November on the 23rd. And then I got another, I got a half marathon like a couple weeks after the race. So I think I'm just going to come to the race and kind of support, maybe do the 10K, I mean, maybe do the 5K. Or or I thought about talking to uh, Darrell uh, on test about maybe being an official pacer. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like that. But I'll be there. I just, I'm just not going to be racing. Yeah, I got you. Well, yeah, we need you to go ahead and do the 5K or be a pacer, one or the other. So mm-hmm. yeah, you need to be gonna, talking yeah. to Tess now about yeah. a pacer because I think they've been setting those up. So yeah, definitely do yeah, that. I heard the pace teams they be having a blast too. Mm-hmm. I heard that's just fun. That's why I'm training yeah. this year. I want to be with a pace team. <laughs> I want to run I with mean, somebody. I, I mean, I, I could I, even if I'm not with a pace team, I could I could if I get enough people to get a got a goal, got the same goal. I don't mind personally pacing people. I hear you. It's I just hear about you. having fun and, and helping out, man. I yeah. Can help out. You know, I do that, but I won't be racing. I'm gonna try to save my legs for my next marathon. Yeah, I hear you. I'm close. I'm close about to crack that marathon. You ready? You about to crack it? I'm trying, man. I'm trying. You're gonna get it. You are very determined, and you are one of those people that you find like a goal, and you are like, I am determined to get it. So you will definitely get it. 
Now, you, you were talking about um, you're doing a, a shoe drive. Mm -hmm. Is that what it is? Kind of tell us a little bit about that. The, the what now? Your shoe drive that you're that you're doing oh, for your next marathon. The shoe drive is for the next marathon, and it's crazy how everything works together. I can remember the first time I ever ran double-digit miles. I ran with this guy in BMR Little Rock, and uh, his name's Sarah. And we went out, and I had on the marathon shirt that I'm going to do. I don't know how I got the shirt. I think I got it at the, at the expo that year at the Little Rock Marathon. But I remember him asking me about it, and I was like, oh, no, I ain't never done this race. I didn't never plan on running a marathon at that point. Mm -hmm. But we've done the 10 miles, and then now I'm actually going to run the race. And the race, and it, and it played together well, because the race, they do a, they partner with World Vision. And they do, they, they partner with World Vision and they raise money for, like, Africa. And I think they are paired with a town that's in Kenya. And you can make donations, small as $5, you know, whatever. And that goes towards, like, uh, clean drinking water. Like, they help them dig wells for drinking water. And they also do a shoe drive with Echo, it's called Echo Sneaker or yeah, something like Echo that. Yeah, Echo Sneakers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they take old running shoes and they and the ones that's, that's in still decent shape they give them out for people that maybe want to run people that just walk because a lot of people over there don't have to mm -hmm. like the, 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 the difference between the haves and the have not is a big big divide over there right and they and their biggest means of transportation over there is pretty much walking mm -hmm. so you know that people need shoes so they they donate those shoes to people that need shoes and then they do take shoes in any condition, and the shoes that's in too bad of a condition to pass on, they use those shoes to kind of grind them up and make, like, tracks or playgrounds and stuff like right. that. Right, they break them down. Mm -hmm. So my goal for that is I want to be able to donate at least 200 pairs of shoes between now and November the 23rd. Okay. And I want to have 100 of it by the end of this month. And yeah. for people that's... that's Donating these shoes or send them to me or however I get them from, I'm gonna donate two miles of my training gonna be for every person that that donates. Oh like, wow! I don't wanna, yeah, so I don't want to ask people to do something and then I don't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? I don't mm -hmm. want to ask people to go through the problem of digging out shoes and getting them to me, and then I'm not really training for the race and I'm just halfway doing it. So okay. I'm gonna try to be on point for that race and and hopefully and then it'll impact. Right, and so you're basically, you said every mile that every sneaker pair, you're running a mile, is that correct? Or every two sneakers? Yeah, for every pair, that's going to be two miles range. Okay, every pair, two miles. Wow, so okay. how do we get the sneakers to you so we can either ship them? Ship them to me? Uh, I'm going to be in a couple of different places okay. between now and November. Like, I'm, if, if I get a bunch of people that's going to be in Chicago and they got some sneakers, I'll come to Chicago for the Chicago Marathon. I'll be at the race for the race marathon. Okay. some shoes for you too i definitely like i a whole closet i i don't know why but i still have my first marathon shoe like i have i i have shoes that cannot 
they can some of them can still be worn because they just didn't wear well for me but that some that probably will be broken down but i have mm-hmm. some for you too philip and just let us know what you officially decide here in atlanta um or even further on but just let us know so that we can speak on it again just for people that are listeners that are in atlanta and want to donate and if you're not in atlanta just kind of give us an official heads up of where you'll be okay. and we'll make sure we can um get that word out for you Okay, I'll keep y'all updated for sure. Y'all can update it on the show. So I'll uh. keep y'all updated. But right now, it looks like the last weekend in August, I'll be in Atlanta. I'll okay. I'll talk to a couple people already about being at the last weekend of August to pick up some shoes. Okay. Okay. So last weekend of August and then definitely at the race. And so, yeah. Philip, yeah, do you have an email address or did you want them just to hit you up on Facebook? Yeah, they can look- hit me up on Facebook, uh, on Messenger, through okay. Facebook, my my Facebook page is Philip King, one L and Philip, and they can just hit me up on that, send me a message. Okay, okay, perfect. And perfect. this is for the Little Rock Marathon, correct? No, nah, this is for the the name of the race is the White River Marathon, uh, the Rock of Kenya. It's it's the 16th year they had it, and like I say, I'm I'm gonna run it this year, so okay, collect as many shoes as possible and try to give back, man, to the homeland. Word. Okay. Good job, man. Yes. Good job. Okay. He's fast. He's woke. Yes. I mean, what else y'all want? Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Giving back, doing international runs. Exactly, man. On I'm his telling way you. to claim that um, six stars. As yeah, well, he's so. about to get the six stars. Yes, yes indeedy. Well, Philip, it's always. It, I say it again. I said I got my fingers crossed on six stars. It's already in a bag. You're going to do that. Yeah, it's already in a bag. You're going to do that. Yep. Definitely, so definitely. But it, it's it's always a pleasure speaking with you, man. You you always keep it real, dude. Yes. <laughs> we know we know we're gonna get the real real yes, when yes, we talk yes. to you. So definitely always appreciate you speaking with us. Is there anything we missed or anything else you want to talk about today? If I collect a whole lot of shoes, man, I'm gonna need some help running these miles. We huh? got you, Philip. <laughs> I, I, know, I know you got that new baby, but man, I'm gonna need some help you taking yeah. on a challenge, Tommy? Um, um, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk offline on that one. No, I ain't promising nothing on the recording. Don't promise something nothing on the recording because people be coming for you. They be like, "Remember on episode thirty six, you said yes, yes exactly." Yes. We'll have to holler about that later, but I got you, bro. We definitely gonna try to help you get these sneakers. We might be able because we're gonna have a booth at the race, so yes. maybe we can, you know, put a box or something yeah. for us to collect yeah. some sneakers for you or something. Yeah. All I got right. a booth at the race. Yeah. Drop them off at the race with Tommy and India. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. And everybody's showing up for the race. Yeah, right. man. It's going to exactly. be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful, mm-hmm. man. But once again, man, we appreciate you speaking with us, and you try to have a good one, all right? Thank you, Philip. All right, man. All Peace. Right. Bye. Right, bye. Hey, so we have Coach O on the yes, Run Duo. Coach O from uh, Lace, uh, Lace Up, Up Fitness. Fitness. So, um, coach, India's coach, yes. aka India's coach. <laughs> My coach is here, guys. So, of course, Tommy is super excited. He yes. wants to pick Coach O's brain on coaching me. So, I am really excited about this and kind of concerned about the question that Tommy's about to ask. But I I'm mean, here for it. I mean, okay. So, really, like I was saying, I just wanted you know kind of see his approach to coaching um india and you know what kind of what was his uh 
thought process mm-hmm. uh, when he was putting together your program. Because India, because I see India probably every other Tuesday. Yes, and she mm-hmm. be dead tired. <laughs> So, <laughs> I know you're doing a good job, <laughs> but just really, Coach, what? Just from the beginning, when you know, when it first um, came about that you were going to be coaching India, what was the first mm-hmm. thing that went through your mind? What was your approach? How did how did you get into putting together her program? Okay, so the first thing that I did was a quick assessment to find out, you know, her running background, some of her goals. And more importantly, where she is, where or where she was at the moment. So I would accept you as you are, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so with India, part of the uh, problem that she was having at the time was consistency. Mm-hmm. So, so with that, um, because she was just getting back into it. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing that I wanted to do was just help her get reestablished with that, reacquainted with running on a frequent, more frequent basis. And so that meant some things might change, even though I give you a plan, uh, given certain parameters, you know, work schedule, um, Mm -hmm. time, things change as the process is going on. So with that being said, that's just what what I did, I, I just basically accepted her where she was and, and just started working with her to give her um, feedback as she needed it. Okay. And I'm, I'm happy to say that she's been very, very, very frequent with providing um, feedback and asking questions, which is very important. She is inquisitive. That is true. She's a very inquisitive <laughs> young lady. Thank you. Thank you. Let me say this because when I first had the brief, what Coach O said assessment when we first talked, Coach O was very adamant because I was like, well, I used I was running a 10 minute mile and then, you know, this happened, this happened, life happened. And now I'm dropping, you know, whatever, whatever, 10, 13 minute miles. And I'm struggling. He was like, well, where are you today? Like he was adamant about where you are today. What are your goals now? And I think through this process, that's been what I've always what I continue to get from him is stay in the moment Mm -hmm. because I think mentally it's going to mess up your training if you're continuing to think about where you were and I get those days still now that I'm like why am I struggling through a 5k when I used to drop a 5k without stopping whenever and now like days now like it's sometimes I run a mile and I'm like I can't go anymore you know Mm -hmm. so it just varies but he was very adamant about where are you right now I understand what you used to could do (laughs) <laughs> but where but are you, where right are you now? today? Because that's where we have to be right. on. So now, Coach, because right. uh, India has said that she she's, she's using this training, of course, to run in the race that's coming in October. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You wanted to PR the course, right? Of course, PR. Yeah. So is that a goal you came up with? Is that a goal that Coach kind of said, mm-hmm. okay, we're looking for goals, or uh, how, how did that come about? It was all of me. Okay. So literally, y- y'all know I talk. So when we first had the conversation, I was kind of uh-huh. gun-firing at Coach O. I was like, yeah. this is this, this is this. I want to do this. This is my time. This is this. Like, I was <laughs> like, I want to, yeah. So it was all my goal, and he was like, okay, let's figure out how we can get you to your goal. Okay, so that's, and that was going to be my thing, Coach. Once she said that she wanted to PR the course at the race. Um, right. Is First off, I guess she had to tell you, okay, this is what my overall half marathon PR mm-hmm. is. Da da da. Did you just kind of mm-hmm. take that in and go, okay, that's something we can definitely do, and we're gonna get you there? Is that kind of where you went with it, or were you like, well, is uh, let's see where we are, and then we'll go there, or did, were you in for the goal the whole whole time? Well, it's actually the latter. Let's see where we are, and let's let's see if we can get there. Okay, and that's what it's all about because. 
understanding what a person could do or used to do and where they are now where they are now is very important. And so not to put too much on a plate um, and just being mindful. Um, I take into I took into account what she is capable of, what she was capable of doing at the time we started mm-hmm. versus we are looking at uh, October, November at the, the race. Mm-hmm. So looking months out in my mind, I'm thinking, yes, we can get there. We can definitely do that. Mm-hmm. It's going to take, first of all, some consistency to get back into the rhythm and things won't get, things won't be so hard all along as we go. And, and then secondly, just keep keying certain workouts and long runs that will get her to that particular course PR. Mm-hmm. Understandable. In- so from, okay, how many weeks are we in now? This I mean, is week eight. Week eight. So yeah. from week this one week to week eight, <laughs> how are we mm-hmm. looking, Coach? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that question. I think we're looking good because first and foremost, the one thing I'm looking for, first and foremost, is consistency. And she gets it done, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's most important because in order to be good at anything, I'm, I'm talking about any endeavor in life, you've got to be consistent because if you're not consistent, things will fall by the wayside. You lose focus and you may go well for a short period of time and then, you know, things unravel. Mm -hmm. So she may be frustrated with some of the times that she's seeing, but that's not (laughs) what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a consistent (laughs) young lady. And as long as she's being consistent, because I'm I'm in the game, I'm still in it. Mm -hmm. And I've been in it for quite some time. Mm -hmm. So I know what consistency can render. Yeah. And I, I see that in her future as well. Yeah, good result. I text Coach O and I'm like, I'm like, I'm about to see you this time, but today was a struggle bus. <laughs> <laughs> and, he be, and he literally is like, but you did it, you know, because I went mm-hmm. from running Chicago Marathon to the race, and then mm-hmm. I fell basically fell off and was only running maybe two days a week, two to three days yeah. a week, if that. Mm-hmm. No long runs, none of that. No consistency. I was run- consistency. I was running when I felt like it. Yeah. So now I'm running five days a week, long runs every weekend. You know what I mean? So it's it's right. one of those things where, like, I feel like I I feel like I ramped up quick, but at the same time, it's something that I needed to get where I need where I want to be. So. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Well, and let's I, also think about. Mm-hmm. I also want to interject this. Running is just one, one component. The training to get you to where you want to be. But let's look at also all the things that your life might have comprised, might have been made up of before mm-hmm. we got to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, work, lifestyle, um, any changes in health, weight, all those things mm-hmm. matter in terms of what you used to do and what we're working toward doing. So when we assess all those things and if there are any things that weren't, where they where they need to be then when we get them to that point of course we're going to run those times yeah oh perfect and i'm honest with coach about that like yeah today's a bad day i'm hurting whatever it is (laughs) i'm pretty honest and i think his approach to me is never like why didn't you do this he that's not the type of coach that he is he's more like motivating and more like you know what you got it done so that's what I'm trying to focus on. I appreciate the kind words, coach. <laughs> so, so just in my, my last little question about how you, the, the coaching aspect of it. So are you giving, uh, did you like lay out a, a plan for the whole time or like each week based on like where she is? Are you putting a, a plan together? Each week 
um, most every Sunday and or Monday, um, I'll send India playing through uh, Lace Up. And so what happens is she'll give, she'll provide me feedback throughout the week as to how she's doing, what she struggled with. And, uh, and for example, on last week, I didn't give her a workout because she was so tired. Mm-hmm. And so usually workouts are every Tuesday. And so I said, well, just run easy today. Okay. And so on uh, this particular week, even after I sent her the plan, she did tell me, well, I would like to run with this, this group or some individuals, um, which means I'll be running twice a day Wednesday. And so on today, as she indicated, she ran this morning and this this afternoon mm-hmm. or evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. it's been so, adjusting. I enjoyed yeah. that uh, no speed work last week. <laughs> I was like, ooh, no speed work? Okay. <laughs> well, and, and I think this is, I mean, this whole thing from the beginning mm-hmm. has been a great look into, for people who maybe never had a coach, that's what. Mm-hmm. That's another reason I wanted to have you on here because we've, we've been getting one side of it from India. Mm-hmm. So I did want to get right. the coaching side so people understand, you know, what goes into when you have a coach and the advantages to it, such as what you just said. Okay, last week. She, she was tired. You adjusted the plan because mm-hmm. she needed to recover a, a little bit more. You felt like, okay, this ain't the week for speed work. This is where we need to be um, for this right. week. And that's something that you don't get from a book, mm-hmm. you know, just reading right. a plan that was not actually set up directly for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so she got it done and she stayed consistent with running. Mm-hmm. Because psychologically, just staying consistent in and of itself will make you a lot stronger mm-hmm. because you're getting your body in mind used to being in action mm-hmm. and that that's a that makes up you know a huge portion of, of what we're after mm-hmm. perfect and i will never forget on the first day that we talked coach you said you asked me what my last long run was and i think i did a long i did a i did the peach tree route okay. the week before i started right. training uh-huh. I, I remember yeah mm-hmm. and he said okay you did 6.2 or 6.1 and you said you did it in how how long and i told him my time and he was like oh okay he was like he did i could i could hear it he did a quick calculation and said he was like oh, okay yeah we can get you there like he we can <laughs> yeah. he we can get me to the P- course pr for the race like i think he does his quick calculations and he just knows that you know obviously i have to push through and do what i need to do but yeah right i just have to right. stay confident with my training coaches right i and and Tommy you are right i'd be tired but <laughs> <laughs> i'm pushing through i'm trusting the training and like coach said i do get frustrated with my times because I'm a lot I don't like to use the word but slower than what I used to be um and so that is kind of defeating sometimes but at the same time like I know that I'm pushing to get to where I was before so perfect well coach we appreciate you taking time out of your day to (laughs) to give us a little update I I definitely want to get another little quick uh talk with you maybe right before the race (laughs) So we can kind of see, oh. you know, that ending. That, that so we pull it all together. So we definitely want to talk right. one more time before before we get to the race. Anytime, anytime. And I will have to say, India has been a great athlete and student for the fact that she keeps me busy as a coach, and that's what you want. You want to get out of your coach what they're there for, and yeah. that is to be your coach. Yeah. So stay in, take notes from from her being consistent with asking questions and and giving me feedback because that's what being a coach is Mm -hmm. providing feedback and and being available. 
Thank you so much, Coach. Yes. So, much, so much, Coach. Yes, and I will. I no promise, problem. Coach. I got my two workouts. I'm texting them over to you as soon as I leave here. <laughs> no problem. All right. All right. Man. Thank you very much. You have a good one. We'll talk okay. to you later. You too. Bye bye. Thank you. Well, India, yes. that was great. We yes. had two great guests. Yes, we did. We two had great. two great guests. Philip we had Philip King, King and Coach O. And Coach O. Yes, yes uh, from Lace Up Fitness. Yes. Said you're doing a good job. He, yes, he did. I was a little worried. <laughs> what you think he was going to call me? Be like, yeah, she terrible. <laughs> terrible. She's terrible. <laughs> I keep him working. I be, I be texting coach like, so, uh. Yeah, it's cool. Well, that's great. That's great. Well, we're coming to an end to another great episode. Yes. Um, so, India, yes. if they want to get in touch with you, how would they do that? All right. You can find me on Instagram at I underscore of underscore Indigo. That's E-N-D-I-G-O underscore runs. Or you can find me on Facebook at India Cook. And you can also email me at milesfromindia at gmail.com. And you can get me at Thomas W. Mitchell, the number two, at gmail.com, on Instagram at tmitch68. And, of course, our Instagram, um, the Run Duo. Uh, you can hit us up there as well. If you got any questions, you will have some comments. Mm-hmm. Um, I know y'all be hitting people up just any old way we can. I know yes. I talk to some people sometimes just in the DM. Right. Um, so hit us up. Yes, please Got a do. guess. Check us out. We good. All right. All right. See you in a couple of weeks. Peace. Peace.